The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 19th of October. In your Squiz today, all your talking points on the Wentworth by-election. Our unemployment rate is down, what the Royals have been up to, and Friday Lights. This is your Squiz today. So 2019 is officially the year of the by-elections. I think we've had more than ever before with another happening this weekend in the seat of Wentworth. And really, it's big news because the Liberals might lose what is one of the safest seats for them in the country. And if they do lose it, they also lose their majority in the um, House of Representatives. So what? Oh, just yeah, that minor. Yeah, <laughs> just a small thing. So just a small thing. yeah, it's, um, you know, perfectly safe. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a big deal this weekend. And uh, yeah, in what has been a pretty fast and frantic um, and very emotional and very big uh, by-election campaign. It all comes down to the voters on Saturday. And it's really Dave Sharma, who's the Liberal candidate, versus Karen Phelps, who's running as an independent. Um, that's the person who's really taken it to the Liberals. What are the chances? Well, you know, there's also uh, Labor's Tim Murray, who probably isn't picked to win, but certainly Labor preferences are going to be very influential in the outcome. Mm. And look, the thing is, I think... Who knows what on earth is going to happen? There's 16 candidates who are running. That means that there's lots of unpredictable ways that the preferences can flow. And because we're in fairly uncharted waters, it's really hard to predict. But what we do know is that Malcolm Turnbull, who was the previous member, uh, won Wentworth at the last election with a primary vote of 62%. What the polls are saying is that Dave Sharma's primary vote is looking to be about half of that, which means that there's close to 30% of that electorate who, who voted for the Libs last time who are saying that they won't put the Liberals number one on the ballot paper this time. And that means that um, it's going to be very, very close and uh, could be very interesting watching on Saturday night. I'll certainly be be tuning in. Drinking your pims. Drinking my pims. That's my cocktail. You know, I like a, an election cocktail. And yeah, the pims, I think, sounds quite appropriate for Wentworth. Increasingly, reports are suggesting that Saudi national Jamal Khashoggi was killed and dismembered inside the Saudi consulate in Turkey. There's no formal proof of that as yet. What's making headlines is really how Donald Trump is handling the relationship with Saudi Arabia in light of these accusations. There's lots of sort of circumstantial evidence that's coming out, like pictures of the guys, the hit squad that they're talking about, of 15 Saudi agents who came and left on the day that Jamal Khashoggi disappeared and, you know, but no hard evidence yet that's been tendered that says that he definitely died in there and, and that something um, happened to his body that was pretty gruesome by all accounts. So, yeah, what people are focused on is what Donald Trump is doing. Of course, the US uh, has a very close uh, ally in Saudi Arabia. They've got all sorts of issues that they deal with together uh, in the Middle East. Uh, that puts America in a pretty difficult position when it comes to pushing back on this too hard. But certainly Trump uh, and other senior uh, administrators uh, of the White House are, are giving Saudi Arabia the benefit of the doubt at this stage. 
Uh, our unemployment rate hit a six and a bit year low last month. Yeah, and the Reserve Bank uh, considers 5% unemployment to be full employment, and that's what we got to, and looks like we've reached that a couple of years before and uh, what was anticipated. So long story short, though, the devil, of course, is in the detail. Um, the number of people in full-time work increased, uh, which is good. Um, the number of those in part-time work, though, decreased, and really we were able to hit that 5% number because the people number of people seeking work declined. We are conscious of royal overload here at The Squiz, but these two are just the gift that keeps on giving. Megan even executed a near-perfect handball in Melbourne yesterday. Is there anything well, she can't do? <laughs> she's she's a star, and um, I liked um, the story that they then went caught the tram down to clean up the beach, but, of course, the beach had already been cleaned because they weren't leaving a dirty beach for the royals to come and walk on. So <laughs> it was a bit of a wasted trip, but um, I do like people's diligence. That's hilarious. They're off to, they're back in Sydney today. Um, it's really the, the day of the icons. Sydney Harbour Bridge, Bondi. Yeah, down to Bondi. I don't know whether they're doing any canvassing for the Wentworth by election in Bondi, but certainly they're. Yeah, let's hope they don't get caught up in <laughs> They're down there today. Yeah. And of course, the main reason for their visit is for the Invictus Games, which Prince Harry will officially open today. For those who have been listening to the podcast each day this week, we've had a message in here from our partner, the Growth Faculty. In December, they'll be hosting Global Advocate for Female Education, Malala Yousafzai. Malala's story is a remarkable one. She grew up in Pakistan. In 2012, she was shot in the face by the Taliban on her way home from school. She survived that attack to become the world's youngest ever Nobel laureate and a UN messenger for peace. She's a highly sought-after public speaker and will be visiting Australia in December for the very first time. Jump onto thegrowthfaculty.com, use promo code SQUIZ to get your tickets. Friday lights, Claire. What have we got? So three very quick things. Um, I'm a bit interested in uh, architecturally designed pet homes. I don't know why. I just think some of these pictures of like cats sleeping in perfectly curated Japanese settings are quite hilarious. So uh, there's an article on that. Um, I've also got a link <laughs> in there to the clip. This one's exciting. A Star is Born. Yeah. Movie. And I'm a bit torn about saying it because I'm not much of a musical, but certainly the clip uh, and the track that they've released, which is already getting a lot of Oscars buzz in terms of, um, you know, sound or song of the year. Um, I've watched it quite a lot. It's Lady Gaga just looks incredible without all her makeup and get up. She looks incredible. And Bradley Cooper is a pretty good singer. So, yeah. It's- Turns out he can sing. He can, and there's um, there's a link to that. And also, of course, because Megan put uh, banana bread into the headlines this week, I've dragged out my favourite banana bread recipe. And if you want to give the ginger and dark chop chips a go, which is apparently yeah, what she did when she headed out to Dubbo, there's a there's a way to do that too. One teaspoon of ground ginger and a cup of dark chop chips. Interesting. Yeah, and it's contentious because some other recipes are saying you should put crystallised ginger in it, and I'm just not about that. That's just not going to happen. Wow, you've in really my gone. In, you've really gone deep on this one, haven't you? Yeah, look, it took. <laughs> believe me, the research that goes into this. <laughs> I believe you. What's the subject line today? Happy to be me. 
which oh. I think um, is a nice sentiment for a Friday, but uh, it's um, in part of my new genre of learning um, songs of Sesame Street. Big Bird, um, of <laughs> course. Uh, gotcha. the, the guy who played Big Bird for almost fifty years since Big, since Sesame Street started is retiring. And um, what he, a job! Yeah, I know. Can you imagine? And he couldn't even see like out of his costume. He had a little monitor where he could see himself like in the third person. But speaking um, of going deep into new yeah, I totally yes. But um, for a guy who's made a career out of playing an oversized canary, he's done very well. <laughs> oh, I think we're done for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Squiz Today podcast. If you like it, please share it. And you know what? Have a great weekend. We'll chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.